something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. We do. We love talking shit about weddings. Um, So, um, Pammy. Yeah. I have to kind of tell you that we, well, we tell the listeners that we just, we just ate some <laughs> frozen lasagna. Well, we heated it up. <laughs> yes. It was not frozen A when we ate it. Stouffer's lasagna, which the back of the package gave us the suggestion of eating it with a side salad mm-hmm. and low fat milk and milk <laughs> gross milk milk <laughs> so nasty who drinks milk with lasagna there's already so my much mom. cheese really yeah she tristan's milk. mom too yeah yeah he was like my mother must have written this package <laughs> <laughs> this lasagna made for moms <laughs> it was good it was good but now it's good that we both ate it because we both have like garlic breath oh yeah like there's definitely like a funk going on <laughs> There's a cloud <laughs> above our heads right now. Which is a good thing that we don't have a guest today. Exactly. It's just us. <laughs> That's why we're eating lasagna alone. <laughs> I love these solo episodes. We get loose. <laughs> we bring in pasta. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's explain what's going on in this episode, Pam. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So first of all, welcome to Wedding Confessionals. If you've never listened to the show before, this is kind of a fun episode to start with because we're breaking all the rules. We are. Um, so the way the show usually works is um, listeners submit their very anonymous confessionals they're sometimes rants mm-hmm. sometimes questions venting yeah sometimes funny stories mm-hmm. from the past or from presents yeah so it. whatever they want to send in mm-hmm. we um take the anonymous uh confessionals or we read them aloud and then we either give advice or we comment we usually have a guest that's sort of how the show works we but always it, have something to say yeah that's for sure um <laughs> we always somehow manage to fill the hour with lots of opinions <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shortage here. Yeah, right. So, um, so this episode is kind of different, 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 kind of different. I had one glass of wine. <laughs> Just one. I know. I stopped myself because I didn't want to stutter, and here I am. Um, so, um, this episode is a little different because we've been bitching to you guys for months now that we wanted follow-ups to some of your confessionals. We wanted to hear how things turned out. Yes, and we're so curious and nosy and. Finally, our wine through it paid off. Yes. So Pam has been compiling the um the the returns we've been getting in of people responding and giving us updates on some of their confessionals. So we thought this episode would be fun. We're gonna go back and kind of we're gonna reread the old confessionals so we all kind of know what we're talking about. And then we're gonna read the new part two of these people's confessionals. Yes. And then we'll chat. Dun, dun, dun. I'm done. I'm really interested to know if we fucked up. Because if we gave advice, and like, yeah. was it good advice or was it bad advice? Now I'm nervous. I was excited and now I'm nervous. Really? <laughs> I feel strong. You know, I mean, people are going to do what they're going to do, but I, I always feel... You stand by your opinions? Yeah. I know. I'm full of regret. Oh, boy. <laughs> I make all these fast and loose choices in this little like, room. just do it. Yeah, I'm like, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like this reminds me of, do you know the NPR? I don't know if it's on anymore. This NPR show called Car Talk. 
Yes. That came on. It was mm-hmm. like these two Boston brothers. Yeah. And one of the segments they would have is they would they would give advice to people with car trouble mm-hmm. and they would help them solve their car trouble. And they would go and they would interview people after they had given their advice. Like six months later, they would check in with somebody to see if they gave them the right advice for their car. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like this. Only yes. not your car, just your personal relationships and marriage. Yeah. Just that little. Very low stakes. Yeah. okay so do you want to i don't know how many we're going to get to let's just start with with some right yeah and then we'll just see how far we go in in an hour because i don't we've never done this format before we haven't so usually we do three when it comes to the show but i don't really know with this you just have so many so we're just going to start with some and we'll probably do this again at some point yes okay cool keep them coming so what do we decide i'm going to read the original email Yes. Okay. So you I'm read gonna, that and then I'll read. You'll read the follow up. Okay. So the original email, number one, is from episode 75 Secret Weddings and Swine Flu with Tristan. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Dear Wedding Confessionals, I'm getting married in six months. I had been planning along and had about 80% of my vendors secured. I was always planning on doing it myself, but recently I got a new job that requires much more of my time. So I decided to hire a wedding coordinator to finish up the planning and be in charge of the day the day of. Everything was going great. The band he recommended was fantastic. He even got us a better price on the room block. He was getting so much done, we decided to swing by the venue since we were making such great time so he could see it for the first time. We walked into disaster. I won't bore you with the three-hour process of how we found out, but long story short, we caught our venue filling premium liquor bottles with well alcohol and making it pass as the good stuff. My coordinator asked the venue if they could guarantee the bottles at my wedding would be sealed and if he could inspect it himself that morning, to which the venue said no. I'm sorry, you can't guarantee the bottles will be closed? I'm having a big wedding, 300 plus people. We paid for premium open bar. These aren't small dollar amounts we're talking about. We caught them in the act and I'm completely sketched out by their whole situation. What else are they being shady with? Is it too late to change my venue? Am I overreacting? I don't want this to be an issue the day of and I can see it becoming an issue and one I can't avoid. It's a lot of money we're paying and we're paying it ourselves. I have no idea what to do with this newfound information. What should I do from the bougie boozy bride? Okay, so that was back in episode 75. So that was a while, I don't know, like 10, no, 10 episodes ago? Yeah, roughly. That, okay, yeah. so a couple Not months ago. Not too long ago. Okay, so Pam's gonna read the, f- oh, wait, first of all, do you remember what we told her? I... I mean, my reaction listening to it again is like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Like, you need, no. Yeah. I think we said to send back the coordinator and put pressure and, you know, figure out something because they needed to guarantee that they weren't going to be. I, I agree, though, the whole like, you know, what else are they being shady with? That's that's the part that would scare me as yeah. a bride. Yeah. Um, I remember, but, yeah, I remember us saying that you paid this person for a reason and they should be doubling down. And if you can't move, if yeah. it's too late and there's too many people, then you definitely need to put the pressure on the place and also be like, if you don't do all these things, we're going to go on Yelp. We're going to like 
But yes. I mean, whatever you paid for, you paid for. But like, we're going to ruin your your personal business moving forward because yep. that's super shady. Yep. So that was the advice we gave her. We think. Yeah. No, I remember because I remember yeah. Tristan was very up in arms because he was <laughs> like, this is a bad deal. This is like a breach of contract. This is like not OK. Yeah. And we were we took it very seriously. We thought that your concerns were real. You weren't being we don't think you're being bougie. This is like real. You paid no. for it. You should get what you pay for. Exactly. Yeah. And you're right to be like, what the hell? So I'm really, I'm really interested to see how it went. All right. Okay. So we gave that advice. I have the answer right here. Okay. Pammy, hit me. All right. Hello, Brooke, Pam, Ruth, and guest. (laughs) But no guests. No. Just the lasagna. (laughs) But Ruth is here. Um, Just the lasagna. (laughs) I'm an avid listener, so I know you never get follow-ups and you always ask for them. I wasn't going to let that be me. I wrote in previously about my venue and the Shady Bartenders, episode 75. Well, I took your advice and put the weight of it onto my wedding coordinator who took it in stride. Nice. Yeah. The team went in hoping to negotiate the bar to a third party and be able to move forward with the party as a whole. Well, if it would have been that easy. The owner of the venue was quite upset and followed up the meeting with a phone call to the bride, a.k.a. me, quite upset. He yelled and yelled before our contract was canceled. (gasps) What? Cue my freak out. No venue, five months, 300 guests. I spiraled into a full-blown panic. Oh, my God. We gave her the worst advice. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) In my panic, I called my coordinator, and they mentioned a venue I had visited before hiring them. I had discarded that option, feeling the rental fee was too high. In the moment, I no longer cared about the additional fee and gave my coordinator the go-ahead to go look for a new venue. As luck would have it, they had a cancellation. My coordinator shared my story with the new and improved venue, who felt awful that they had that they had happened that that, 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 that had, had happened, happened to yeah. me. And I was able to negotiate the wedding for the same price with better alcohol and an extra hour for the party. I could not believe my luck. I was venueless for a little over five hours. Because they canceled, I was able to get 100% of my deposit back. Well, I'm supposed to be able to, working on it with a lawyer. Is Tristan around? (laughs) And will be able to enjoy my wedding day. Wanted to thank you for giving me the confidence to get what I wanted and keeping me sane for those five venueless hours. It definitely worked out for me. From, I guess everything does happen for a reason. Oh my God. Wow. That was an emotional whirlwind. Because I didn't read these, so I don't know what they're going to say. And I genuinely was like, oh my God, we ruined her win. <laughs> that was only five hours though. That it's had fine. been such If this girl like, had been like, by the way, effect. you destroyed my wedding. <laughs> but we didn't. We, we did, did not. Great. We we gave her confidence. Oh, good. And her and her venue, her her um coordinator confidence to look for another venue to be like, yeah, yeah you're allowed to like stick up. This is really messed up. I think you got lucky with a good coordinator too. Yeah, and honestly, uh, you know what? The stars aligned. I'm glad she got another place that worked out, and they were nice to her. And it sounds like, and also like, I'm glad that. The idea of you having a venue where you don't feel like the whole time you have to be looking over your shoulder. Yes. You know, like that's no fun. Your day is going to be so much smoother because of that. Yeah. You don't have that hanging over your your shoulder. Oh my gosh. Yay. Thank God. Well, now we'll need another follow-up to find out how the actual day went. Yeah. 
Yeah, let us know. Boozy, bougie bride. Yes. Part three. (laughs) Okay, so number two, um, I'm going to read the original email, which was from episode 26, The Best Man and the Bad Speech with Jeffrey R. Daniels. So who? So the first first question we were reading was from the episode with my husband, and this one is from the episode with your husband. Yes. They're good guests. They're, yes. They give good advice. (laughs) Maybe. We'll find out. Mine did. Well, Tristan did. Yes. (laughs) Uh Jeff? Jeff's kind of a wild card. It's, yeah, it's 50-50. <laughs> but sometimes the craziest people give the best advice because they have like <laughs> unique perspectives that think That's outside true. the box. That's true. Okay, so this was the original question. Dear Wedding Confessionals, I'm getting married in September of 2018 and I will have four bridesmaids, my two sisters and two close friends. Can you offer any advice on how to include bridesmaids that are less than enthusiastic about weddings? I acknowledge that there may be no way to do this. Here's the situation. My younger sister is married and lives several states away. She kicked me out of my role as maid of honor about nine months before her wedding, but brought me back in like nothing ever happened. It's a long story. She was a crazy, crazy bridezilla nutbag (laughs) during this process and was upset I had a serious boyfriend during her engagement. What? (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like it was nuts. Yeah. Our relationship has never really recovered and she's not... And she's really not involved in the planning activities outside of saying which bridesmaid's choice she hates. My older sister and high school best friend are are single and hate weddings because they're upset about being single. So their enthusiasm has been strained at best. I'm not saying I'm entitled to having enthusiastic or super helpful bridesmaids. I'm just wondering if you ladies can think of a way to acknowledge that it sucks being single if you don't want to be and make them feel included. I will admit that there are sometimes I feel envious of other brides that have that whole squad or girl gang and they just can't wait to celebrate and pick out dresses or work on projects. I would appreciate anything you have to say. Don't know what to do. Oh, I remember this. I do remember this. And I felt bad for her. I'm trying to remember exactly what advice we gave her. I'm going to say, by the way, if we do this in the future, we'll go back and listen to these segments. So we'll we'll have it fresh in our minds. (laughs) Listen, guys, this is this is all an experiment. This is all fun. No, but I do remember. I remember giving her two pieces of advice. One is, is like, you're right. You can't really like force people to have interest in something. Right. And two, it's okay to maybe look outside of this circle of people to find people that want to do fun things. Yeah, because I mean... It doesn't have to be your sister and your best friend. Yeah, you chose certain people for your wedding party, but there's still going to be people in the outer circle, you're right, that are that love weddings and want to help yes. and, and be a part. So reach you, out to them. Yes, because you picked these people to be in your wedding because they're very significant Family in your life. And, yes. But what you're really needing at this moment are just people that love weddings. Yep. And it's okay if that's a girl that you work with or some neighbor or a friend that we're not super close with or maybe more new with. Like people that love weddings just love helping with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're suckers for this stuff. I'm constantly trying to offer myself up to come to people's weddings to help. I've had people say, you should have been a part of my wedding party because of how much I helped. And yes. I was not a part of the wedding party because I just love weddings. Yeah, there's like, been uh-huh. plenty of times where I'm not involved in a wet- wedding party and I'm still like doing chores and helping out and yeah. not caring a shit about it. No, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, because if you find somebody that likes weddings, it doesn't feel like a chore. Yes. Um, loves. What is it? Find something you love to do and then it'll never feel, you'll never work a day in your life. Yes. Yeah, sort of like that, but weddings. That was so eloquent. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um what is the follow-up to that um kind of sad email and we did feel bad for I her i really did. hope it works out okay i don't by the way prediction i yes. don't think her sister bridesmaids or whatever are gonna turn a 180 no agreed right okay sorry but you, hopefully she did find somebody yeah i like okay. that you're speculating i know you read this <laughs> i know but i i you read a lot of stuff i know <laughs> i do and i also have two kids so like i read something and then it's like gone <laughs> so um, okay go ahead Pam. here we go Brooke, Pam, and guest. I wrote to you about a year ago with a question on how to do wedding planning without a squad or really involved bridesmaids. My wedding was almost four weeks ago, so I wanted to let you know how everything turned out. Thank you. I definitely had some rough moments during the wedding planning process with both the bridesmaids and the mothers. Oh, no. Oh, dear. However, everything and everyone came together for that day. While I wish my bridesmaids had been more involved and excited for the pre-wedding events, they were there in decent moods and the dresses looked very nice on everyone. Okay. If there are other brides out there who feel like they do not have a ton of support or excitement from their bridesmaids or moms, I would recommend two things. First, make room in your budget for a day of coordinator. Day of coordinators are like fairy godmothers. There is no way that our wedding would have gone as smoothly if we did not have her. It saved our moms and bridesmaids from having to be tasked with handling vendors, answering questions, or dealing with logistics, thus allowing them to just show up and contribute as they wanted. That's a very good point. Yes. Second, Lean on your fiance, fiance, and sane bridal blogs and podcasts like this one. Holla. Thank you for support. Not knocking Vogue weddings or Martha Stewart weddings, but if you spend enough time on those start on those sites, you can start to second guess every decision you have made because it seems like you must do all these things, which is absurd. Luckily, the internet has such a wealth of resources to remind you to do your thing, and that. Not everyone has picture-perfect families. True. Yep. I would marry my husband every weekend. I would never want to plan a wedding again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being an outlet and helping me through a new wife with a lot more time on my hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Wow. Oh, man. Okay. So I think that as it goes with everyone being kind of grumpy... No one was a nightmare. Yes. Everyone was fine. And if you're starting out with high emotions, the fact that everyone was fine is a success. True. Yeah. True. People are going to become magically new people. For no, your but wedding. I also think that she never found, I mean, she had the day of person, which I wholly agree on a day of That's person. a good idea. That's just, even if you're doing the D- you're DIY paying wedding. somebody to be your friend. Fine. You're paying the responsible friend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Who that's their sole thing is to think about that. You don't like have to weddings. worry that they're going to be getting drunk and going off and eating cake and not moving your wedding along. Yeah, and and resenting you and being upset about you getting married and I'm still single and like being in their head. It's just like this is just their job and they love it and this is their day to be on and help you. Yes. I love it. That's really that's very very smart. Um uh, and lean on your fiance a little bit. That's true. Like, of course, your fiance should be helping you. 
and should be like someone that you can have as an emotional support system and to help. Yeah. Well, it's great. They're excited too. I hope so. You, you have that excitement. It's interesting though, in the response that the moms got brought into it because she didn't mention moms in her original. Maybe they weren't pains in the ass at that point. And then something happened. Or maybe as it got closer, they started throwing demands or assumptions at her. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes moms aren't great. It's okay. Yeah. You know. Um, I also, um, I love the, I, the, the advice of trying to double check and, and be more involved in um, more DIY and bridal blogs are a little more um, less big budget kind of stuff. Like I will say when I remember when I got married, I bought at the grocery store the Martha Stewart Weddings like big magazine that mm-hmm. was like almost like a big huge book bible and they had this cutout and it was a like a timeline and a list of all the things that you needed to get done roughly in the amount of time ahead of time yes which is a big overall picture thing was actually very very helpful but also the amount of things that were on that list that I was like oh girl that is not at my wedding <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you passed that book on to me. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I want it back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Round two. Yeah. Right. But, um, but yeah, but I remember like checking off the things as, it, and it was helpful knowing ahead of time, like how, like, oh, I should get this done about six months in advance and stuff yes. like that. Like that was mm-hmm. helpful. Definitely. But it also, you know, making sure you have your band lined up and I'm like, I will not be having a band. No band. Yeah. Like all this like extra <laughs> stuff and like things about honeymoon planning. I'm like, we're not going on a honeymoon. We are poor. Like this is all like stuff not happening. So it's kind of interesting to see like, as even like in the early part of the wedding stage of being like, well, I'm inadequate in all of these areas and soldiering on. <laughs> And so be it. Yeah, there wasn't really Pinterest when I was getting married. And so... For better or for worse? I I mean... Yeah. I love Pinterest, so... Yeah. It would have been bad. Yeah. You would have been (laughs) down that hole hard. Yes, I would. (laughs) That sounded dirty. (laughs) Um, Well, it sounds like overall positive. That's two positives. Yes. I think our advice was okay. She seemed to not hate us. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ch- chalk up too. Sounds like she had a great <sighs> wedding too. Okay. One more. All right. Excuse me, Hartford. I didn't realize how like, I was excited about doing this because I wanted to learn more because I'm nosy and I like learning about those lives. But now I feel like it's a test on us and we have to pass. <sighs> of course you do. Yes. You know, I'm a nerd and I like to be good at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to study for this. <laughs> Oh, you man. Didn't. You just were winging it. I was. See how you do. I do a lot of winging it on this thing. Sorry, guys. Well, <laughs> I mean, I just go for my gut. That's all. That's important. Yes. Okay. So this is number three. Yes. This is uh, the original email is from episode 64, Diary, Diary of a Wedding Coordinator with Amanda Walker, who's a wedding coordinator. Yes. She was so fun. She was fantastic. She's hilarious. We got to get her back on. Yes. Um. So here we go. Here's a confessional, the original one. Hello, wedding confessionals, gals, and guests. First off, let me say I love the show, and to be honest, you guys are my bridal break. So here's my story. Me and my awesome husband-to-be are getting married in about five months. Yay! Everything has been amazing and running incredibly smooth. Well, that was until my soon-to-be brother's wife stepped in. About two months ago, she was talking to my in-laws about how disappointed she was that she wasn't considered to be a bridesmaid. She claimed we were, quote, best friends, and she was very upset about the whole thing. She also claimed that since a family wedding that happened two years ago, we had become really close. 
These two points are totally false. I think in the four and a half years that me and my fiance have been dating, she and I have, quote, really bonded about 10 times, mostly because she has a toxic personality. (laughs) (laughs) And even more reason is because the time she does ask me to hang out is to babysit their children. But according Mm. to everyone except me and my fiance, she should be considered as a bridesmaid. My dilemma is, how do I get her to stop talking about this and weaseling her way into my drama-free wedding? I already picked out my six girls, and he has six guys, and we have my dresses already, and I already don't want her by my side on the best day of my life. P.S. My brother-to-be says he won't come in our limo unless she's allowed to. Help! He must be in the wedding because he's the brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From my monster sister-in-law. Okay, so I remember, I remember debating this because I remember me saying like, don't put her in your wedding. And Amanda was like, just do it. Just fucking put her in your yeah, wedding. I, I vividly and remember Amanda, that too. the professional changed our minds. Yeah. Where she was like, it's not worth the fight. Who gives a shit? Put her in the dumb dress. Walk her down the aisle. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Put her in the dumb dress. Remember? She was like really like stern about it. She, she was, was like, this isn't up for debate. You have to put her in your wedding. She's like, you're going to see her for the rest of your life. Put her in the dumb wedding. She Who cares? a really good point. And she, I mean, we started off being like, well, and then immediately I was like, you know what? She makes a good point. Yeah, she really did. So in the end, all three of us agreed. Just put her in. Just put her in the damn wedding. Yeah. Even though you would be seven and six, you're now going to be off, but just it's not worth it just put her in the damn wedding oh my god i remember <laughs> she was very serious she was so serious because um, i'm sure she's had that conversation a million times with uh, other brides yes and she's just like i can't have this conversation again put her on the fucking wedding i'll pick all the dress it's fine you don't have to talk to her put her at the end put her at the end put that's what she said yes yes <laughs> put her at the end cut her out of the picture if you need to <laughs> Amanda. Okay, so um, this is the follow-up to this kind of juicy one. Yes, this is good. Dear Wedding Confessionals, okay, so this is a follow-up to episode 64, Amanda Walker, from my monster sister-in-law. I wanted to invite her to the bachelorette party and to be in the bridal suite while we were hanging out in there during the cocktail hour. I also said we probably wouldn't be there very long because we would be taking pictures during this time, but she was more than welcome, covering all my bases. No response for four hours. Finally, when I said, okay, well, just give me your email so that my sister, my maid of honor, can contact you with all the info. She responded by saying, sorry, I won't be available during that weekend. No info on when this would be coming up, LOL. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not mad because I kind of anticipated this happening, but I'm mad at myself for even including her in the bridal suite. My brother-in-law even said that he would love to come in our our limo as long as she was allowed in there too. Right. Our 20-person limo, we where we have six bridesmaids, six groomsmen, me and my husband, plus my parents and his parents, 18 people. We are now less than four months out, and I just can't justify having her in my bridal party. Again, I love you gals. XOXO. <laughs> P.S. Sorry. And plus, <laughs> I know we don't know realistically how long this woman is going to be in the family. I love the, her kids, but honestly, the woman is already talking to divorce lawyers for her 
and my future brother-in-law super classy oh wow wow so she's just like i'm not doing it she's not doing it because she sees no future with this chick yeah I mean, she sounds like a monster. And, and I will say, you tried throwing out a couple olive branches and she just doesn't. It, she's either, it's like, it's my way or the highway. Right? Because yeah. she's like trying to be chill, invite you to hang out in the bridal suite, hang, hang out at the bachelorette. Yeah. You invited her to the bachelorette party. I I don't feel that you should be mad at yourself for including because I think that was doing the right thing. Yes. Because I think that it would look bad on you if you hadn't. Not yeah. that it would look bad, but it just... This is a way, like you said, covering your bases. Yeah. And here's the other thing is that, yes, you. what's good about that and covering your bases is not only is it the relationship with that woman, but it's also you're projecting who you are to the rest of your new family. So the 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 brother of, you know, the, the husband of this, this lady, mm-hmm. like the brother is seeing that you're not trying to be petty and you're trying to include her. Your future mother-in-law can see that you're trying to include her. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you are trying to, it's not like you're completely blocking her out. Yes. And yeah, it sounds like she's just kind of, I love that she's just like, I'm busy that weekend without knowing what the weekend was. That's, That's brilliant. Hilarious. That's so shitty. Yeah, this lady. This lady's she something else. Is, yeah, she's a piece of work. Yeah. So you're not having her at the end of the aisle. <laughs> put her at the end. You're just like, no, put her in. Um, it, put her on a seat <laughs> in the crowd. Or maybe not. Well, let, how many months she she's left? It. Four months yeah. left? <sighs> we'll see. Tick, tick. Maybe things don't go well. This lady. Yeah, she sounds like a nightmare. She's not happy in her relationship, so she's gonna do her best to make yours uncomfortable. What a, what a great way to live! Yeah, it's really nice. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so we got time for one more, Pammy. I think we're so. four, which is kind of fun because in right. the show we usually do three, but we're breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. Just making up our own show format on the fly. We're gonna do a fourth one. Okay, so number four is um originally um somebody wrote us in from episode seventy nine, which was part two with Lauren Lilly. The episode is called Cut Cake and Fighting Ants. All right. Um so the original confessional was hey ladies plus ruthie and guest love the podcast i need some advice i have a friend who i was a bridesmaid for her last year we briefly talked about her being in my wedding someday in the future while planning hers since then her life has in a nutshell gone downhill she is not a pleasant person to spend time with to say the least now that I am actually engaged, I'm absolutely not having her in my bridal party. I didn't think that I would have to explain this to her, but she just asked me if she was going to be in it. How do I break the news to her without hurting her feelings or ruining her friendship? FML, fuck my life, from There's No Way in Hell. Oof. Yeah. And I think one, we were kind of concerned about what was going on with her friend. That was one of our things, like, what's going downhill? What does that mean? Do you need to reach out to her? That was our one concern, I remember. Right. And the other thing was that if you couldn't patch it up was to either just kind of rationalize that we decided to make our bridal party smaller or just have family, just make it pragmatic. Mm-hmm. But either way, we I think what we said was, like, you have to rip off the Band-Aid and you have to tell her sooner rather than later. Yeah, she thinks she's going to be involved. Yeah, you need to just kind of set it straight. There's no, you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be like, it's because you're a monster that I'm not having you in my wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can just make it whatever the logistics are. You know, like, also, like, 
when you're hypothetically planning something versus when it's really happening, you know, it's different. Definitely. You know, that's just, that's living. But also you have to be prepared too. If this person really thought that they were going to be, that they're going to be disappointed and a relationship may change. Yeah. But like, is that that big of a deal? I don't know. I don't know. Not necessarily to you, but if somebody thinks that this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Right. And after you were in it for her, but then I, I don't know. I feel like when somebody's in your wedding, you're kind of doing them a favor because you're helping them out. You're like doing a lot of stuff for them for their wedding. Yeah. I think she probably would want to return the favor. Sure. But anyway, I'm very curious to see what um, what the details were because I want to know what's going on with this lady. Yes. All okay. right. I have the update I'm right so here. I'm so excited. Hey, ladies, Ruthie and guest. It's There's No Way in Hell here from episode 79. So sorry this... So sorry, this is long. Bear with me. First. That's what we gave it to you. Yes. (laughs) First, let's start with what went downhill in her life and in turn our friendship. Ooh. Yes. Thank thank you. you. That was a detail. (laughs) During the last year, she and her husband developed a shared drinking problem. Oh. Okay. That in turn led to financial and relationship problems for them both. It's hard for everyone, and I've tried my best to be supportive and listen when she needs someone. The thing is, it's been very one-sided friendship for a very long time, and I need people who will support me on my wedding day. Now let's get to the part when I tried to let my friend down easy. Haha, <laughs> LOL. Here's what happened. I told her I had made my decision, and unfortunately, she wouldn't be in it. I explained that I'm only having a few bridesmaids and I wouldn't be able to include every close friend I originally wanted to. Okay. I like that. Sure. Makes sense. I told her how special she was to me and that I wanted to I wanted her there for every event she's able to attend. Her reaction was calm at first. I thought the conversation was over and we had moved on. Boy was I wrong. Oh Uh-oh. no. Over the next 24 hours, I dealt with long, passive-aggressive texts and sobbing phone calls. She went on to say that she chose my wedding over her family vacation, and she doesn't see the point in going if she's not in it. So sweet. By the way, my wedding is still nine months away, so I doubt I've heard the end of this. So I'll keep you posted on any other drama I run into along the way. Sincerely, Dodging Bullets. Oh, my God. Wow. Girl, go on that family vacay. Yeah. It's not too late to change that. If genuinely not being in the front is going to leave like a bad taste in your mouth the whole damn night... Just go on the family vacay. No, that's just an excuse. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I'm calling her bluff. I'm like, well, then go. Enjoy (laughs) yourself. Try the shrimp. Um, Yeah, I think you dodged some bullets. Well, and also now knowing that what's really going on isn't so much like she's taken to turn and I don't really like hanging out with her. It sounds like this has always been a one-sided relationship. Yeah. And it's tipped even further towards one side. And it sounds like, you know, your friend is kind of going through a lot and is trying to lean on you a little bit more and you're trying to give the support you can. But also if you feel like people are doing sort of like bad things, it's tough when it's like if she's dealing with this friend that she says is having like drinking issues and things are getting kind of like out of hand and like there's money issues now where it's like you want to be a supportive friend, but also you don't want to be enabling. 
Right. And it sounds like she's trying to like this. This bride is trying to create boundaries, which is good. Yes. In order to not continue having a toxic relationship. I think you're doing all the right things. I do too. And sometimes toxic relationships, when you try to reshift the balance and try to make them healthy, they will blow up. You know, sometimes they don't heal. Yeah. And, And, And I think you did everything right. I think you handled, you said the right things. Yeah. You gave, you know, all of... I think you did it right. Yeah. She hope. I mean, God, I hope she's calmed down since this first 24 hours. That's nonsense. Listen, this is the thing that, that kind of pisses me off. It's, it's the whole idea of things that you don't put on a bride or really put on anybody that's trying to, that's dealing with a lot. So let's say in this scenario, Pam, you were getting married. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to be in your wedding. Okay. You sat me down at Starbucks. You bought me a pumpkin spice latte and then politely told me we're just doing family. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be in my wedding. Mm-hmm. Internally, I would have done like that girl. I'd have been like, oh, no, I totally understand, blah, blah, blah. And then I get home and I maybe think about it more. Yeah. And I get maybe upset and I have some hurt feelings about it. Sure. What you should do is you should journal about it, have a good cry, take a shower, call somebody who doesn't really know the bride, doesn't really know Pam, and bitch to that person. Get it out of your system. Like, you are you can't really help your emotions. Sure. Emotions happen. It's yeah. the actions that you do afterwards that you are actually in control of. And sending this girl a bunch of, like, mean text messages and crying and screaming on a phone, like... Those are actions Mm. and they're unacceptable. Grow up. Exactly. That's exactly. I mean, it wasn't like, hey, you were my kidney match and you're not going to give me the kidney. Like, this isn't like super serious. Like, I understand that's a personal thing, but the fact that you took her out and you did it in person and you were very sweet about it. Well, I mean, clearly she's got issues in her life and this was, could be something she was looking forward to and is very disappointed that it's not happening and so she's doing the only thing she knows with being passive aggressive and trying to get the sympathy vote to get back in she's doing everything she can and it's which is crazy because actually being polite and delightful would be the way to get back in sure (laughs) that would make sense yeah but i mean i think you know from what we understand there's you know we may not be dealing with a completely sane person. Yeah. There's a lot of issues there. Well, I yeah. hope she gets help, honestly. And I'll just say that in like a bitchy way, but like, it sounds like she has a lot of stuff going on and she's not Work really through her issues dealing or, with her issues in a healthy yeah, way. Find some solutions. Yeah. Cause I don't think the solution one is clearly alcohol or two blowing all your money. And I don't think it's also, you know, like having un- lopsided relationships, you know, like that's yeah. not really healthy either. And I'm glad that you would kind of recognize that and are trying to like, you know, I'm not saying you're just blocking her off completely. It's not like you dumped her. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to be polite. You're trying to stay in each other's lives and work through this and hopefully come out on the other side and still remain friends, you know, but you do have to at some point kind of protect yourself and enjoy your wedding process. Like, yeah. you don't need to have somebody that's super toxic and is going to be causing a lot of problems when you're trying to have this really happy day and this happy process that sounds like for the most part is going pretty well. Right. Yeah. It seems to be the big, the big issue. She's not talking about anybody else. No, she's not adding moms this true. time around like the That's other girl. True. 
That's true. <laughs> it's just still this one Good friend. Good point. Just There's not friend. more friends or like a this or a that. No other issues. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Just this one. Yeah. I think you handled it as well as possible. I think, I, and I, yeah. I think that you're a good person because you genuinely, even though this woman apparently is like not really been the best of friend to you, it sounds like with this lopsidedness and all mm-hmm. these, this messiness that's going on and then the screaming at you isn't great. But I like that you have a good heart and you're compassionate and you're trying to like see the good in this person and think long term. So you're not a monster and whatever she screamed about you is nonsense. It's just pure emotion. It's not even based on thought. Nope. Ugh. I hope she has a good wedding though. She will. Follow up if there's more drama. Yes. Oh my gosh. Let me have to read all three parts, right? This is going to be crazy. (laughs) One episode is just just reading one person's stuff. Like it's like a seven parter. Yes. (laughs) And then. I know, right? Um, so yeah, so if this is an incentive to send us your um, your feedback on our, our responses. Yes. Yeah. We're loving the updates. The confessionals continued. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And that's all that we're reading today, though, Pammy, because yeah. we have to get into our bridal breaks. We do. Bridal breaks. Woohoo. So bridal breaks for any of our new listeners are um, suggestions we give not only to brides, but also to anyone helping to plan weddings. Um, Maybe it's a friend that's not screaming at you in a phone (laughs) or a sister-in-law who isn't a monster. Other people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So not only brides, but anyone actually helping with weddings. Uh, These are fun ideas to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning. So you can step away from all of your nightmare scenarios and your venue falling out um, just months before your... (laughs) your wedding oh my gosh five hours of intense stress yes during that time take one of these bridal breaks so just <laughs> non-wedding related fun things to do to uh, entertain your life um pammy likes to give a beverage i do uh pamela what do you have this week so this week is not um a beverage it's a winery all the beverages it is. Um, so one of my favorite wineries up in the Sylvain Los Olivos area um, happened to be in the movie Sideways. Uh-huh. And it's a it's a really small little winery um, that's this little wooden, they call it the shack. Okay. And the winery is Foxen Winery. I love Foxen. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, their wines, I, I didn't pick just one, so I'm going with the, the winery cause you can't go wrong there. And, Love it. um, yeah, it's really fun to, if you are in the area to go and check out their little, the, the shack there, it's just so cute and little and fun. Yeah. And, um, and then if you've seen the movie sideways, you'll recognize it. That's that cool. Too. I like it. Foxen's yeah. fun. I enjoy hanging out there. Me too. Um, so mine is sort of a multiple, um, barrage of suggestions, which is good because okay. we don't have a second guest yeah. or a, a third person. So I kind of, you're going with the two or three or it's, four. It's a bundle. I'm going to walk you through the journey of things that I have discovered. So mm. this is what happened one day on Spotify. It gave me an alert that there was a duet with Sia and Dolly Parton. And I was like, fucking what? what? (laughs) I love both of these women. I didn't think that they'd ever be in the same room, let alone recording a song together. So the song is called Here I Am. And it's good. It's a very good song. But it's from the soundtrack, the motion picture soundtrack for the movie called Dumplin'. D-U-M-P-L-I-N. So then I'm like, what's Dumplin'? Yeah. So it's a movie that's being produced by Netflix. And I just checked. I didn't realize it's coming out... um, 
it's coming out December 7th on Netflix. Oh, that's soon. So I, it makes sense. And of course, the song will be released somewhat near the sure, movie. Sure. I just never pieced anything together. So first of all, I'm hearing this song and I'm like, it's really good. Second, I'm like, what is this movie about? And somehow Dolly Parton is part of the story. So then I'm like, I just kind of Google the word Dumplin' movie and started to do some research. And it's mm-hmm. based off of a book. And okay. it's a best-selling book. So I bought the book and I read it. <laughs> So um, I um, I like the song. So that's one thing. Song. The movie, I'm guessing I will probably love okay. because um, I love this book. So um, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's set in Texas. Mm-hmm. If you love um, beauty pageants, if you love Dolly Parton, if you love people that don't really know where they fit in, transitional stories. Toddlers this, and Tiaras. It's very, well, it's it's like this high, it's like the town is really into this, um, this, this small beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. But this girl is trying to kind of find her way in this town. And she's like a high schooler that grew up there. It's just, you know, that like trying to find who you are, gotcha. young adulthood. Kind yeah. of, like, I, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a young adult book. because She okay. technically is a teenager. But um, yeah, it's really sweet and interesting. And she's really funny and smart, like the character character is really cool Mm -hmm. and I just really liked it I liked the message I liked that Dolly Parton and how it was woven through there I like that they really talk honestly about death and mourning people in a Mm. way that feels very real and not sappy Mm -hmm. um and also like just like people living real lives it doesn't feel like everyone's rich or famous or anything it's just it's a really slice of life I feel like kind of like um Friday Night Lights with football in Texas. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a little bit of beauty pageant version of that. Gotcha. Yeah. But the Dolly Parton, I'm not going to give a lot away, but Dolly Parton is also like woven into the story. So knowing that Dolly had sung that song uh-huh. and is like, I think one of the producers in this movie. Sure. And then reading the book, knowing that being like, wow, you know, when this woman wrote this book, she would never think that one day like Dolly Parton would be like really a part of it. That's so it's crazy. really cool. So yeah, so the book is called Dumplin' by Julie Murphy. And um, it's on paperback. So it's like pretty cheap to get out there. And then the movie's coming out in December. And the song's already out. Wow. So my Dumplin' package. Three for one. Boom. But it's all kind of, you know, it's one big thing. It's all just Dumplin'. Yeah. So I'll let you, I mean, obviously, I will probably love the movie. So there's no really good. Yeah, it's, forget <laughs> it. Um. So yeah, so Dumplin'. I like it. Yeah. So that's me absorbing all of the pop culture that exists in the world all at once. <laughs> As per <laughs> usual. That's how I do. So Pammy, that is our first um, Confessionals Continued, I think is what we're calling it. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. I liked it. It was fun. That was fun. It was a little bit of a rush. I get a little scared. Your heart was beating fast. I was really worried about that girl losing the venue. It's <laughs> 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 not cool. Um, no. so, so yeah, please send us more. Yes, thank you. Keep, yes, in, keep really the updates cool. coming. Yes, thank you for following up with us because we whined and you listened. And that was nice. <laughs> well, if not, we're just like, you know, shooting in the dark and trying to figure yeah, out. Hope like, that works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Pammy, yes. now's the time in the show where we tell everybody a little bit more about our show. Okay. And more ways that they can find out about it. Let's do it. Um, we have a website. What is it? Weddingconfessionals.com. Yeah, yeah. We're also all over social media. Where can you find us? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Yeah, and all the links to those are on our website, which is, again, WeddingConfessionals.com. Um, please send us your confessionals and send us your follow-ups, too, because yes. now we're doing this. Um, uh, there are three different ways you can send us your confessionals. The first is an email address, Pamela. WeddingConfessionals at gmail.com. Do you know the phone number? 433? 
434-933-2663. Leave us a voicemail. We will transcribe it. We don't use your name. We don't use your voice. Um, If you want the most anonymous way possible where there's no email address and there's no phone number, mm-hmm. then you can go to our website, which is again weddingconfessionals.com and click on the tab which is tell us your secret yes tell us your secret from there you just put in a name fake or real yeah. and then type in what you want to tell us get it off your chest yep. whatever you want to tell us all of it all anonymous mm-hmm. and hit care. send and that's yeah, it and then super we'll easy. read it out loud and we'll hopefully give you good advice <laughs> <laughs> so far so good three for three Four Somewhat. for four. Oh no! Do we? I guess we gave the girl advice to make that girl a bridesmaid, and she didn't. She didn't take it. So yeah. we're three for four. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Okay. And well, she almost took our advice. She didn't take Amanda's advice. <laughs> we got changed. She didn't. <laughs> she wasn't intimidated by Amanda like we no. were. We're like okay. <laughs> Be in a room with her, man. <laughs> And we are also on a bunch of podcast uh, providers. Obviously, you're listening to one right now if you're hearing this. So um, iTunes is one of them. Yes. Um, They have a weird algorithm. The only way that we move up in their weird algorithm is for people to hit subscribe and Mm -hmm. um, also to leave us a rating and a review. Five stars. Five stars. Leave us a fun review. Be as creative as you are in these confessionals. I know. We like them. Give us something fun. Yeah. Um, So besides iTunes, Pammy. Yeah. We are available on a bunch of different other podcast providers. Um, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts is at the top because I put them in alphabetical order just for myself. Yes. You have attempted to memorize them in alphabetical order. Not really. It's... Sort of. I started to place the list in front of you and you immediately looked down. So now I'm moving to the other side of the room and I've got my clipboard up. Okay. So besides Apple Podcasts, Pam, in alphabetical order, where else can you find Wedding Confessionals? Um, Player FM. Oh my God. You purposely <laughs> jumped to P? You think... You genuinely think after <laughs> Apple Podcasts, the next one in alphabetical order, it starts with a P. Yes. You don't. You botched this on purpose. I did. It's so messed up. So I could read them all. It's fucked up. Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, Downcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Pod Paradise, Podtail, Podcast Addict, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. You I've never had to say job. all of them like that. I don't you like it. You did a it. good job. I'm so disappointed in you, <laughs> Pam. Just because there's not a guest here that you have to like show up for. <laughs> so fucked up you let the listeners down you let ruth down <laughs> well pammy um i will see you um next week <laughs> you cheater <laughs> bye i didn't cheat <laughs> bye Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kancherwitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.